What's up everybody, it's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office. Beautiful September day, uh, hopefully you are out enjoying the final throws of summer. Um, appreciate everybody that listens, uh, I talked to a fair amount of you and it's always nice to get the, the feedback and to know that people actually are listening, because um, sometimes I wonder, but, uh, but yeah, I appreciate uh, Appreciate the follows and the likes, and you know, telling other people. And um, you know, since I don't really charge for these things, it's nice when uh, you tell other people and introduce them to the the podcasts. And um, you know, because they're all helpful, I try to give just the best information I can and what my experiences have been and and whatnot. So um, yeah, so if, you know, if they help out other people. Then that's the whole point of the of the exercise here. Um, you know, I know they can be dry sometimes, and it's kind of boring when it's just me uh, droning into the mic. But uh, you know, it is information that everybody can use. I feel like so. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, so it uh, being September. Um, we are cooling off. Uh, I noticed some Facebook posts. People are starting to put their tops back on their scouts and their kind of, you know, the final car shows of the year and, and you know, football games and things like that. So um, we'll do this episode is going to be about um, winterization and, and putting them away for the year. Um, because not everybody is blessed to live in the South, uh, you know, Texas and Arizona and California. That's only a small segment of international owners. Um, so, you know, there's varying degrees of winterization. And I know you guys up in Maine, like, you already know what is going on. Um, but I'll, I'll try and cover some things that, uh, you know, it's just good to do. It's a, hopefully this episode uh, motivates you to go out and do the things that maybe you put off or you don't do, uh, and then you always regret the following year. Um, so first and foremost, the most important thing, if you're parking the rig for the season, is the fuel system. Um, I ethanol gas is terrible on carburetors and fuel pumps and stuff like that so I would recommend um, running the fuel tank as low as you can you know get as much of that ethanol gas out of the system as you can and then try and fill the tank with non-ethanol if that's available in your area I know some states you can't get non-ethanol um, so yeah that that makes it tough but um, I would recommend you know filling the tank to the top with non-ethanol because one you want a full tank to keep it from rusting the fuel tanks rust when they've got half a tank in them and the top half that's exposed to air even though it's you know kind of a sealed system there's still vents and whatnot 
they will rust um, from the inside out. So having them parked with a full tank uh, goes a long ways towards keeping the tanks from rusting out. Um, unless you have one of our fancy aluminum tanks and then you don't have to worry about it. But the uh, non-ethanol will help keep the fuel, the carburetor and the fuel pump um, good. So yeah, fill it up with non-ethanol and then run a gallon or two through it just to make sure that you've got it all in the system and uh, that should get you through. If you live in an area that does not offer non-ethanol or some other reason that you don't want to do it, um, I have heard of people dumping you know like a bottle of um, like Marvel mystery oil uh, into the fuel tank uh, that has some sort of effect on uh, counteracting the ethanol and uh, or sea foam uh, the engine treatment sea foam um, if you put that in the fuel system that's supposed to do something for the ethanol factors as well I personally have not uh, done that. I haven't tried that. Um, I drive my stuff year-round, uh, so I don't have. I don't normally deal with that. But um, there has been some anecdotal evidence on the internet that adding something like that will help with the ethanol um, damage that the uh, that can happen in the carburetors and and whatnot. But uh, I should, you know, you should put something in the fuel system to stabilize it if it's going to sit for four or five months. Um, you know, even if you've got it in a garage and you can go out and you can start it, uh, you know, once a month and get it up to temperature and shut it down, that's still, you know, letting ethanol sit in the carburetor for a month can can create problems. So. Uh, you know, I'd really still recommend the fuel treatment or non-ethanol um, in the fuel system. Uh, the next thing I recommend before it gets put away is uh, oil change. If it's been a few years, if you're right on the edge, if you put, you know, 3,000 miles on it and you're not sure, um, do oil change. Dump a quart of ATF in your oil go take it for a drive um, you know half hour so you know something like that run it around and then change the oil put in your good oil your Rotella your Dello 1540 uh, make sure you dump in your bottle of zinc additive uh, and then park it for the year the ATF in the oil helps break up carbon and sludge um, that's in the valve train and you know that collects in the engine and it helps it bring it back down to the uh, down into the oil pan so then when you drain your oil then the crap comes out most of it um, you know there's some arguments that doing that kind of thing will introduce more carbon and junk to the oil pan and then it can potentially plug your pickup screen in the oil pump but if you have that much garbage in your engine uh, you were on borrowed time anyways so um, but I really it, it works you put a quarter ATF in there um, 
you know, get it up to temperature, run it for a little bit. You don't want to like leave it in there long term because it can thin the oil down a little bit. But um, the old ATF and the oil trick, it does work. It does loosen up. It does clean. I mean, it's a detergent. It cleans the cleans the um, carbon out of there. So if you do it once a year like that. You do it on your final oil change of the year. Um, you know, it's just a good habit to get into. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, you put your 1540 diesel oil in it, your new filter, of course, your zinc additive for that flat tap at cam. Um, run it again after the oil change. Make sure you run it for, you know, I don't know, 20, 30 miles. Um, and then you can put it away for the year. And then you know you're good for the next year when you go to get it out. Oil's good, up to level, all that stuff. Um, and then, you know, the from there it's kind of secondary stuff like checking, well, I shouldn't say secondary, but like coolant. The coolant is important. Um, you know, if it's in an insulated garage, you know, not as critical. If it's been, if it's been, you know, four or five years or you don't remember when the last time the coolant was changed, you know, you might want to do a flush uh, and change on the cooling system just because it's you know every five years is is a good time to do it gets the gunk out gets the sh you know, rust out and uh, antifreeze does deteriorate over time so um, it's not as as uh, I don't want to say potent but um, doesn't work as well over over time so um, but you guys that are leaving your rigs outside or under a tarp or in a lean-to it's super critical that your coolant is, you know, fresh, clean, up to the level, um, and all that. So double check your coolant level before you put it away for the year. Uh, if you have uh, battery problems, I know it's the wiring on so many of your guys' trucks is terrible, and you know I hear it all the time from people that oh my battery keeps going dead and I don't know what to do well you got a short somewhere you got something drawing and it needs to be addressed but if you didn't get to it this year you know make sure that you disconnect that battery when you put it away for the season um, it gives you know make sure the battery is fully charged before you disconnect it that helps uh, with it lasting for the season. Um, cold weather is hell on batteries for sure, but you do give it a fighting chance when uh, you know it's fully charged and and put away. Um, you know if you can't do that or you you know you want to start it every month or whatever, then I really recommend you know the battery tender, um, you know a little trickle charger that you can keep plugged in. Uh, something like that. Uh, the other thing is the disconnect. Um, you know, they make these various disconnects that you can put on the batteries that, uh, you know, you throw a lever or you undo a wing nut. And then, so it's easier to rehook the battery back up um, so that you don't, you know, it's less of a hassle. Um, but I still, you know, I recommend disconnecting the battery. Uh, Unless, like I said, you you know you're gonna start it, you're gonna drive it, or whatever, then you know put a battery tender on it. 
Um, make sure the tires are all aired up to the proper air pressure. Um, nothing's more of a bummer than, you know, parking it on squishy tires and then over a season, then, you know, you have one go flat or something, you know, the sidewalls get cracked from being bulged out or whatever. Um, so make sure your tires are up to pressure. Um, you know, and then, then there's more regional type stuff. Um, you know, if you live in a really moist climate, um, like a lot of you do, I'm sure you've, you know, most everybody knows this stuff, but, um, you get like the, the plastic containers of desiccant, I think it's called it, you know, it's like an air dryer. Um, you know, you get one or two of those, put them on the floor in the front and back of the rig, you know, on the scout, put one on the driver's floor and one in the bed area in the back that helps keep the moisture condensation and stuff down from the inside of the truck. Um, that helps that helps with some of that musty smell that you get when they sit for a little while. Um, so, you know, that kind of thing, um, put out some poison for rodents. If you've got a lot of rodents in your area, um, you know, don't put the poison in the scout put it under it or, you know, near it uh, unless you've got dogs or animals you're worried about then put it in and there's two schools of thought you know that like some people say oh don't put poison in there because then it attracts them and then they'll get in there and they'll be interested in what you've got and then they'll you know eat your wiring and then die uh, or then there's the other school that's put it in there so that when they get in there then they die um, I'm from the second category rodents will get into stuff no matter what um, no matter how much you try I mean we've got a couple of cats that run around the yard here we take care of stuff and it still never fails I'll you know get into a truck that I hadn't opened the door on in a month and there'll be mouse poop on the floor like no reason for a mouse to be in there whatsoever but for some reason they're in there so yeah, poison um, is a good thing to think about. And yeah, it's kind of a bummer because if it, if it does, you know, a mouse or a rat gets it and then it goes up into the dash and dies, well, then you've got to deal with that. But I would much rather clean out a dead rat carcass than have my heater box completely packed full of all the foam from my seat. Um you know and you laugh but that's exactly what happens they pull the the jute backing out of the floor insulation or you know out of the bottom of the seat and then they pack it into the heater box or the uh, glove box or on top of the AC manifold you know and then come springtime you go to start it and you're like what the hell you know, everything catches on fire or your heater doesn't work because it's packed full of mouse house or, you know, whatever. So I'd rather just deal with a dead animal 
and get it out of there quickly than have to disassemble stuff to fix whatever damage that they had done before. Um, and I know sometimes it's not it's not uh, as easy. Um, you know, you can deter it some. Make sure you don't have any open holes in the floor. Make sure your shifter boots are good and tight. Make sure you got grommets around the wiring. Make sure your air vents are closed. Make sure, you know, some guys put um, uh, plastic or something across the cowl vent to keep anything from going down into the cowl. And I would recommend doing that too if you park your rig outside for the season just to keep leaves and debris from going down into that cowl. Um, you know, making sure just everything is sealed up as best you can. Uh, and then, like I said, it's less inviting for critters that way. Um, but it's still having some poison out is not a terrible idea. Oh, excuse me. Um, what else? Desiccant, rat poison. Um, if you're going to use a car cover, make sure it's good and tied down. That it's not going to beat up the truck. You know, they do flap. If you don't have them tied down the best and the wind gets a hold of them and starts flapping around, you know, it'll beat the bejesus out of the paint. And, you know, you think you've got a good cover on there and then you peel the cover off and you've got all this tarp burn. Um, so, you know, or guys will put a nice soft cover on and then you throw a, a tarp over the top of that. Um, just make sure it's strapped and bungeed down very well. You know, um, nothing's worse than middle of winter, bad storm comes through, you look out the window and there's half of your tarp is laying on the front yard. So, um, you know, I, and I'm, like I said, I'm not one to talk. All my stuff lives outside. Uh, I drive every day anyway, so it's getting moved and it's mobile, but the stuff I don't drive every day just has to live out in the weather. And here in central Oregon, it's pretty mild, you know, mid nineties for the highs in the summer and, you know, teens and twenties for the winter. Uh, it does get into the negatives for like a week in December, but for the most part, we're pretty lucky here, but it's still hard on stuff. You know, you get snow blowing in on things and moisture does get into stuff, but, but we're, we're lucky here. So I know you guys in other parts of the country are not so lucky and, um, you know, it's really, you really should have some sort of, at least a lean to, uh, you know, to just cover it in general. Um, but yeah, the more inside you can keep the truck, the better. Um, I know that's not for everybody's budget, um, and that's why I'm doing this podcast to try and at least give your rigs a fighting chance for another season. Um, you know, some guys go as far as to like put oil in the rockers and do the whole rust preventative thing. Um, you know, you undercoat the wheel wells and and that kind of thing. And if you want to go that far, you can. But I'm just more talking about for basic storage stuff. Um, I've even seen guys jack their trucks up and put them on jack stands for the season so the tires don't get flat spots on them. And I would, you know, that's a good uh, recommendation as well. Um, you know, if you got some short jack stands, because you only got to get it in the air just enough to get the tires off the ground. Um, that's not a bad thing to consider either if it's going to sit. You know, you got 
$1,500 worth of tires there. The last thing you want is for them to flat spot or get weird. Um, you know, so, um, you know, that's, that's something to consider as well. But yeah, you know, like I say, just making sure that it's sealed up good. Your door gaskets are good. There's no open holes to anything. Um, you know, your grommets and the wiring is all up to, up to snuff. That helps keep animals out, keeps the weather out makes them live a little bit longer get some of that air dryer stuff if you've got carpet um, and then yeah like I was saying before about the mechanicals it, it's all kind of no-brainer stuff but it's really important that you do it before it gets parked for the year um, so that when next year come next spring you can hook up the battery give her a couple pumps and uh, fire it up you know um, you know, I would do a visual on it, you know, before you started, just to make sure an animal didn't chew off half your plug wires, or your cat didn't make a nest in your fan blades. But yeah, um, I'm sure there's stuff I'm forgetting, um, but that's just the basics. Like really, um, you know, stuff to consider for the longevity of, you know, just they're not they're not getting any better they're just continuing to rust from the inside out even you guys with your california restored scouts that are in the midwest now you know they're not taking them apart and painting the inside of all those panels that fancy scout that you paid 90 grand for is still rusting from the inside out so you know doing things to make it last a little bit longer it just makes sense so you know, you might think that your scout's good and you've got nothing to worry about, but nah, it's a silent killer and it will crawl out from the inside and and surprise you. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so it's a short one today. That's just uh, what I was thinking about, and so hopefully that gave you some ideas and uh, or at least motivated you to take care of your stuff for another season. But anyway. Uh, I thank everybody for listening. I appreciate you very much. I love you all. Uh, you are the best. And until next time, I'm Dan from Binder Boneyard.